G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. A great life doesn't just happen by accident. It takes some planning and some effort. And the most important thing in all that is to build on a solid foundation. So if I were to ask you, what's the foundation stone of your life, what would your answer be? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Thank you so much for joining me as we take a look today at your life, your foundations, from a different perspective. Just recently, I was invited to visit India to participate in the laying of a foundation stone for the Lutheran Central Cathedral in the city of Guntur in the state of Andhra Pradesh. Now, Guntur isn't far from the Bay of Bengal, a bustling, thriving city, and the Lutheran parish is made up of about 25,000 people. I visited just one of their churches in the parish, St Matthew's in the suburb of Pradipet. There were, I'm guessing, I don't know, somewhere between four and 5,000 worshippers there. It was a day of great celebration because we were laying the foundation stone of a 10,000-seat cathedral to be built over the next two and a half years. The service on the Sunday started at 9am and finished around 1pm with the unveiling of the foundation stone, which, amongst several other names, has my name chiselled in gold letters in the granite. So when some young person looks at the stone in a hundred years' time when I'm long gone, they'll wonder, who is this guy with the funny name, Three Bernie Diamond, from Australia, and, and what was he doing there? I had the chance to meet the architect of the cathedral and he showed me the plans, I tell you, what an amazing structure. Huge, as you can imagine, if it's going to seat 10,000 worshippers at one time. When the crowds had disappeared early in the evening, they asked me to come back out into this wide open space to share the word of God with some of the young workers who'd been toiling away for the last 36 hours non-stop behind the scenes, making the whole event possible. You see, they'd missed out on everything. So it was such a pleasure and an honour for me to open the Bible with them and chat with them. And we talked about their lives and their futures, the plans that God has for them. And it struck me in that moment that here we were in this open field where a massive cathedral will one day stand. But it wasn't, strictly speaking, an open field because part of the cathedral was already in place. The construction had already commenced. It was, of course, the foundation stone which we'd laid. One day, it'll be part of the wall of the cathedral. There it was already concreted in place. And over the next 30 months, this massive 10,000-seat building would be constructed around it. On top of it, everything set out from the beginning, this, this foundation stone. The place of that stone would define this whole massive structure. Pretty amazing, really. So let me ask you this. Who or what is the foundation stone of your life? What pervading truth or reality defines your life, that one thing which is right at the centre, around which day by day as each brick of your thoughts and your actions and your reactions is laid down to construct this thing which one day you'll be able to look back on and call your life. What's your foundation stone, the rock on which you stand? Choose the wrong one, put it in the wrong place, point it in the wrong direction, 
and your life simply won't be what it was meant to be. See, way too many people get this wrong, and so they end up constructing for themselves lives which are less than what they could have been. Have a listen to this amazing piece of wisdom from the Apostle Paul in his letter to the Ephesian church almost 2,000 years ago. He said, But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace. In his flesh he made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall, that is, the hostility between us. He's abolished the law with its commandments and ordinances that he might create in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace, and might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. So he came and proclaimed peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him both of us have access in the one spirit to the Father. So then, you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God built up on the foundation of the apostles with Christ himself as the cornerstone. In him, the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are built together spiritually into a dwelling place for God. Pretty amazing. See, the central truth that Paul's talking about here is the fact that Jesus died for you and me to end the hostilities between God and us brought about by our own rebellion. Through Jesus and his death on that cross, you and I finally can have peace. Is there anything more sublime than than peace? Is there any commodity more valuable than peace? And through that peace, you and I, who were once far off from God, we've been drawn near into his very bosom. And so everything else flows from this. Christ, Paul writes, is the cornerstone of the church, the stone from which everything else is set out. That's what Paul's saying here. And not only is he the cornerstone or the foundation stone of the church, he's meant to be the cornerstone or the foundation stone of our lives. And it's at this point that theory turns into practice. It's at this point that a simplistic, distant, intellectual belief in some supreme being totally fails you. Because our life isn't a theory, it's not an idea. It's as big and as tangible and it's even more magnificent than that 10,000-seat cathedral is going to be. And it needs something more than a theory on which to rest. It needs a real, tangible, powerful, rock-solid foundation stone around which to be built. For without it, our lives go awry. They won't end up being what we wanted them to be. The person who accepts Christ, not as an idea but as the cornerstone of their lives around which everything else is arranged and built is the person who will be living the life that God intended them to live. This is the person who is on the road to the stunning life, the life of impact, the life of meaning, the life of intense sacrifice and satisfaction that God means for them to live. So might I ask you this very quietly but very kindly and very directly, are you that person or not? What I mean to say, your faith in Jesus, is it the sort of faith that causes you to arrange every aspect of your life around him as your foundation stone? Or is it more the wishy-washy insurance policy kind of faith that believes in God? Well, you know, just in case. Perhaps you're not quite sure. Perhaps you're wondering, how can I tell the difference? That's not unreasonable. When you make big decisions, is your primary concern whether God wants you to decide this way or that? Or are you more concerned about what's in it for you? 
When you hear one of the tough sayings of Jesus, things like love your enemy or, or anyone who's angry with a brother or a sister is subject to judgment. Or if someone strikes you, then turn the other cheek. Or if your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. When you hear those sorts of things coming right out of the mouth of the Son of God, does your heart struggle to figure out, how am I going to live those things? Or do you dismiss them out of hand as being for someone else? This, people, is where the rubber hits the road. It's in each life decision, each relationship decision, each work decision, each financial decision, big or small, that we either set our lives out around the cornerstone of Christ or we choose to go our own way. Is deciding in favour of Jesus, is going his way always easy? (laughs) Not at all. In fact, Jesus promised us that it would be anything but. It oftentimes requires sacrifice and suffering, but going our own way, rejecting the cornerstone, setting our lives out and building them according to our own plan is the road to destruction. Yeah, sure, it appears easy at the time, but the downhill run always seems easy. It's time for each one of us to sober up and ask ourselves this one question, is Christ the cornerstone of my life or not? The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.